Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Well, we're halfway there. It is Wednesday, November 29th. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Let the guessing games begin. The Capitol has a story out today, guessing that Navy will make an appearance at the Military Bowl on December 28th here in Annapolis. Likely opponent may be University of Virginia. That was somewhat confirmed by Executive Director of the Military Bowl, Steve Beck. However, we've heard that Navy Athletic Association is looking for a bowl in a warmer clime, and one of the other contenders is out in Hawaii. With Coach Ken and his roots in Hawaii, I don't know that we would count on Navy making a second appearance here in Annapolis for the Military Bowl. Navy last played in the Military Bowl in Annapolis in 2015. Last year saw Wake Forest and Temple with Wake Forest coming out on top. And tickets are available for the Military Bowl right now. You can get them at militarybowl.org. Christian Tanner, the 44-year-old man who was killed at the Naval Academy golf course a few weeks ago, has had autopsy results and toxicology reports come back showing that there was no alcohol or drugs in his system except for a prescribed drug used to control seizures. The Naval Academy initially came out saying that they believed alcohol was a contributing factor in the high-speed crash, which ended up sending him into a parking lot of the Naval Academy preschool, damaging five cars and ultimately killing Tanner. Friends and family were quick to come out saying that he did suffer from a rare form of epilepsy and likely was not drinking, and that appears to have been borne out. Anne Arundel County Public Schools believe more than $57,000 was stolen from teachers in a likely phishing attack. Without going into specifics, school spokesman Bob Moser said that they are investigating the incident and that all teachers have been reimbursed. Somehow, more than $57,000 of that pay period was redirected away from the proper accounts belonging to teachers. There were 36 people that were impacted by that and they have been reimbursed by paper checks by the school district. Governor Larry Hogan has drawn a line in the sand in advance of this year's General Assembly session and says that he will reintroduce a bill that he vetoed last year regarding sick leave for small businesses in Maryland. The bill that was passed, which the governor vetoed, required employers with 15 or more workers to let those who put in at least 12 hours a week and up to five days a year of paid leave to use when they are sick, experiencing family crises, including domestic violence. Hogan's bill differs in that he proposes that employers allow employees to earn paid time off without any restrictions on why it is used. Democrats seem poised to fight the Republican governor on this one as well. And finally, in some weird business news, it seems that Arby's has positioned themselves to acquire Buffalo Wild Wings. And some people will scoff, but I do like Buffalo Wild Wings. I think they've got a decent wing. I like their mango habanero. But when I've gone in there, there hasn't been much traffic. Buffalo Wild Wings has been a success story in the dining industry. Established in 1982, they have more than 1,200 locations with $2 billion in revenue. Arby's has 3,000 locations and $3.5 billion in revenue. And as I mentioned, Buffalo Wild Wings has struggled 
struggled in the past year with higher ingredient prices and lower customer traffic. It'll be interesting here to see how they do in Annapolis with the new Chewies, which just opened up right next door where the Chili's used to be. That's about it for the news this afternoon. Hang tight. We've got your local weather coming up with George Young from DMV Weather. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather with your Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, November 29th. We have had two straight days of temps near and above the 60 degree mark across all of Anne Arundel County. And today will be the third in a row as temps get into the 60 to 65 degree range ahead of our next cold front. For today specifically, we posted a target high temp of 62 degrees for downtown Annapolis and 64 for BWI Airport. After today, a cold front will move through the area, and while still very sunny out with only a minimal chance of scattered showers overnight or early Thursday with the front, we will have several more days across the area with tons of sun as temps are more normal in the upper 40s and low 50s all the way through the weekend. So be sure to make plans now to get out and about and enjoy a great start to early December, especially since some longer-range guidance shows much colder air coming into the area somewhere in the December 5th through 10th time frame. Okay, that's it for us today. Get our free app downloaded on all of your devices today by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the App Store, and also be sure to follow us 24-7, 365 on our website at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Annapolis forecast. Enjoy the continued run of sunny and settled weather ahead. But remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Hey there, this is John Fernay, and the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief is sponsored by, well, it could be you. Podcasting is a growing trend, and since launching on September 1st, we have more than 10,000 downloads of this podcast, plus thousands of listens on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. In addition to our Facebook page, All Annapolis, and our Twitter account, we distribute the daily news brief to Apple Podcasts, which used to be called iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn app that can be played on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device. We focus on local news, local weather, local events, and local sports, including high school and college. So our audience is pretty tightly targeted to the greater Annapolis area. And if you own or manage a local business, you're likely customer. Intrigued? Well, here's something to think about. Your company could be featured on this daily podcast for less than $20 a day. Interested? Shoot me an email and let's talk. My email address is john at ionanapolis.net, and that's E-Y-E-O-N-A-N-N-A-P-O-L-I-S, but you already knew that, .net. Let's get together and see what we can make happen. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at noon. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.